Hello and welcome to the Empowered Hormone Podcast, where we pull apart all those taboo topics, periods, parasites, poos, hormones and more. Let's question everything you've been taught about your body. I'm your host, Sheridan Decker, a gin-loving gut health nerd passionate about debunking myths on birth control, period pain and IBS. If you struggle with bloating or your period is less than pretty, then join me as we chat about everything relating to gut and hormone health. Welcome to another episode of the Empowered Hormones Podcast. I'm your host, Sheridan Decker, and I'm super excited to have you here. And today I have the privilege of speaking to Diana Ballard. So Diana is a mum of four. She's interviewed mums for over 10 years, which is incredible. I'm like two years into podcasting and I'm like, wow. Um, And in her research process, she found that certain foundational skill sets, mindsets and habits increase success and enjoyment in motherhood. So Diana's passion is helping provide high quality education for mums to support a successful motherhood experience. Diana is the CEO of Mum Training, a continued education organization for mothers and is host of the amazing The Mum Training Podcast. So thank you so much for jumping on here and having a chat today. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's it's a pleasure because like I was saying to you, like there's such a mix of women who listen to my podcast and who I work with as well. And some are mums, some aren't mums, some want to be mums, some have been mums. But I feel like the passion and the way you talk about motherhood makes it, I don't know, like when you say enjoyment of the motherhood experience, I think we forget sometimes what a unique thing it is because we're so busy in the day-to-day grind of doing stuff. And I'm not a mum, but I think about like my friends who are mums and they're just like, got to feed the kids, got to go to school, got to do stuff. Like they forget that it's a special time and it is an experience as well. Like it's, we just bypass and go, oh, well, you're a mum or whatever. Like, I don't know. It's amazing. Well, and I I do want to say that um, what we're going to talk about today definitely caters to all types of women. Meaning if you have kids, if you are in the middle of raising littles right now, or even having children that are grown up, these, these things we're going to talk about today are so important for the woman in general, instead of, you know, it just being about, uh, you know, this is your motherhood experience, but this is also your life. So it's not about just motherhood. It's not about just having those kids or running a household. It's being an individual while you are doing those amazing things that can fulfill your life and bring you so much joy. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm really excited to jump into what we're going to talk about today, because I just, I really, I really feel passionate that there's a lot of art that's been taken away from women as we've expanded into so many different areas. That is wonderful. It's wonderful that we've been able to go so many different, different ways, but there is so much beauty in who you are as a woman and an individual and in raising a family and having a home of your own. Well, I think that the motherhood experience from what I see, like I see in sort of the business side of stuff, not in the nutrition of the women I work with, but in the business side of stuff, there's such a masculine, which I think is great as well, but there's a real masculine driving force. And I feel personally like being single and not having kids and stuff, I feel this pressure to, I've got to be career orientated. I've got to build this business. You've got to make money and you've got to study and all that stuff, which I absolutely love. But at the same time, I'm like, sometimes I feel like I'm, burying that nurturing womanly feminine essence where I'm like I'd 
would love to raise children. I'd love to have a family. And I don't know, like I have friends who are mums and I don't want to say are just mums, but they are full-time mums. And sometimes that's kind of like, oh, well, you're just a mum. Like it's, we've steered away from, you know, like I think of what my grandma did compared to what women are doing now. And there's such a contrast. Yeah, well, the thing that comes to mind with that is just, the power of our thoughts and the power of what we see importance in. So if you were to ask me, I am a full-time mom, but I also run a company okay, that's international, that's all over the world that we, I absolutely love connecting with people and, you know, we're, we're interviewing moms and learning about their lives in different countries. We actually have someone in Australia that I'm um, doing a whole blog and a whole episode for our motherhood worldwide, um, uh, you know, passion that we're working through right now. Um, but I think the thing is, is being able to recognize that each of us have those feminine and those masculine qualities, and that you have to have both to run a successful household. Mm-hmm. You know, the the stuff that we talk about in our mom training um, organization is about focusing on how to be really good at what you do in your home. And that is, that is like CEO status. Like that is, that is not just like maybe what someone thinks of, Oh, you're a homemaker and you make bread all the time. And, <laughs> and, you know, you're out just frolicking through the meadow with your children, you know, um, that is part of it. Like you can do those things, but if you want to enjoy your life, if you want to have a successful household, if you want to be like an individual and not like lose yourself which obviously there are hard times that people go through. There are moments when you might, you know, struggle with those type of things and go through a transformation, right? Which sometimes goes down with like a valley before you climb a mountain, right? So it's not always going to be, you know, just painted this beautiful thing all the time, but, but nothing in life is, right? So the masculine and the feminine is required to run a successful household. And I think that if more women, single or moms that are in their homes right now, realize I can still have that drive, I can still have that push, that um, you know, that that feeling of like, man, I did so good today. I accomplished this. Like, I know I'm nailing this. I'm taking care of this stuff um, from running a household. Okay, mm-hmm. like um, through the different seasons of life that you go through, of you know, whatever age your kids are at are different ways for you to find that fulfillment. Um, and so that's something that um, kind of just to jump a little bit into my my background and my story was that like before I got married, I was an entrepreneur. Um, I had multiple businesses that I ran. That's, that's how I made all my money. And I um, traveled all over the world. I, you know, I, I loved meeting people and the cultures and, you know, all the different things like that. And I was really nervous. I was really scared to become a mom because I, and now I know that I had prejudged the moms that I saw, which I honestly didn't know what was going on in their life, what hardship they were going through or what was happening. But what I saw was, I don't want that. Like, I don't want to be worn out, exhausted. Like, you know, they're, they're feeling like this is all they do all day. Like I just, that wasn't my, my job. Like that wasn't my jam. You know, I didn't want to go that direction. So I decided that I was going to start researching And I was going to figure out like, what 
what is the difference between these mothers that I see that are like thriving, that are powerful businesswomen, that have sexy relationships with their husbands and, um, you know, still travel the world. And, and so I ended up meeting like a group of moms that were like this. And not only that, they homeschooled and they like took their kids everywhere with them and did on them. I was like, what the heck? They were at these business conferences with all of their kids. All of their kids were like lined up on the front row of these conferences. And I'm like, what? What are these women doing that are so different than some of the other mothers that I, you know, have interacted with and, you know, seen around me often? And one, again, it comes down to the mindset of like what you think about is possible and like what you're putting in your mind about the situation, you know, about motherhood and about home life and about family and, and what that means to be as a mother and like what expectations you're supposed to have. And like, you know, you know, where the guilt comes from of what you're not doing or you are doing and why that's not okay. Right. So long story short, finding that group of mothers gave me hope that there was a different way for me to be a mother than and to have the results actually that I wanted instead of feeling like I would fall apart all the time and whatever else I saw on the negative side that you know a lot of people portray I feel like a lot more people talk about negative things about motherhood and you have to find environments that focus on the positive which is why I love our mom training community um, because, you know, we are all about empowerment and really like hitting into those skill sets and those strategies that are going to, you know, make you successful instead of just always talking about the problems, right? Like we, we dive in and find solutions. Yeah. And I think it's an interesting concept because I never would think about training to be a mom. I would be like, I've got a baby. Maybe I'll ask my mom, throw me in the deep end in a sense, I'll just learn to be a mum. And when I think about being a mama, I just think about the real practical stuff. How the heck do I change a nappy? How do I feed this thing? How do I put it to sleep? How do I do all those things? But what I'm picking up from you is that it's a greater experience. And like you said, you're seeing these women who mother so differently. And that's why the concept of what you're doing is not so much this is the type of nappy you should use or the practicality. It's it's a bigger concept and you're protecting mother's mental health and ability to actually survive day to day rather than just getting so caught up, I guess, in, in being a mum. Like you said, having strategies to support that, which is just phenomenal. Like it's it's a different way of looking at it in a sense. Well, and I will say that I feel like motherhood nowadays is more complex yeah. than it was before. Now, there were different things like literally survival of going and having to find your food, dig up the potato from the day, <laughs> kill your own cow, like, you know, yeah. milk it every morning, right? There's, I mean, I don't, I'm glad I'm not having to do that. Like there's people that have homesteads. I have a mini homestead, but I don't, I don't have to do all that on a daily yeah. basis. Yeah. Um, I do it by choice and for a hobby instead of survival, right? Um, and so like, but nowadays it's so much more complex. Our, our village is busier than it's ever been. Mm -hmm. And people, people are not as connected as they used to be, you know? So you said, you know, I'd call my mom and ask her like, how do I do this? How do I take care of this baby? Some people don't have that. Some people don't have moms that have educated them at all. I have friends that like, I mean, this is, these are the kind of stories that I like why we continue doing what we're doing because 
Like I have friends that their mom never took, taught them how to cook. They had to learn how to do laundry while after they were married. Um, you know, they don't know how to keep house clean. They don't know how to organize anything. They have no concept of routine or structure or anything. And so they get these kids and it just like, just melts them away because the thing is, is there are so many demands on you as a mom. And, you know, like when you become a mom, no matter how you split up between you and your partner of like tasks of who's doing what or whatever, there is still so many demands on the mother because the children love the mother, which is like the, one of the biggest gifts ever. Right. But, you know, you, if you do not train yourself, if you do not figure out strategies and systems and different ways, like actually training to be a mom, then it's gonna, it can mow you over pretty quickly because you just don't know what you're doing. Like, imagine like going into like a career, you know, like, and, and not having any information of how to do it. And all of a sudden you just get pounded with all of these things. And imagine your stress level of how high it's going to go. And you don't know how to do this procedure and you don't know how to communicate with this. And okay, now you're going to be running this meeting now. And you go in and you're like, hi guys, I've never done this before. I, you know, um, here's my slideshow. Like, I don't even, I don't even know if I did it right. Cause I've never done this before. Like, I mean, the amount of anxiety and the depression that can come because you automatically feel like a failure from the minute you step into it, mm-hmm. um, is hard because, you know, like you said, like, oh, you know, you just, you just take care of the baby. Right. It, like, and a lot of people say like, oh, it should just naturally come to me. Mm-hmm. And, but it doesn't. Like these type of things, like learning how to run a household does not naturally come to you. What naturally comes to you is, oh, my baby's crying. I should probably take care of the baby, you know, like those nurturing things. So um, I do think it's very important for us women and our mental health to, to learn how to run a household and be a mother. Yeah, yeah, 110%, I think. And good not only for the mother, obviously, but think of the upbringing of the child and the, you know, we know the health outcomes of children, but we think about things like their mental health or having that organised routine or dependency or care or whatever it is. Because in a sense, I'm assuming we're learning from our mums. Like, you know, like we don't have, unless you're seeing your friends and observing, but it's all observations and trying to pick things up and whatever. And I think about, like, if I compare it to say something like business coaching and running a business, without business coaching, I'm just trying to pick up information from all around me and I don't know what's right and I don't know what's not and I have no strategy and I have no plan. Whereas when there's systems and things in place, I go, oh, this is how I do this. This is how I market something. This is how I do that. And it takes away the overwhelm and it may still be hard, but there's a purpose behind it. And I feel like what you're doing and what you're creating and what you do is in that similar sense, you're taking away that fear and that overwhelm, which creates systems and structures and supports the mom, supports the kids. But then on a bigger level, the societal change would be the same as well. Imagine if we all had mothers who felt great and who felt like, you know, days were hard, but they knew what they were doing and they felt supported and they, you know, their mental health was a priority rather than on the back burner and everything else takes centre place. Like I just think, yeah, it's it's so much bigger than just this one mum in this one moment. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and that's... Um, you know, definitely what I saw, like in my, even my own experience of, you know, I researched and did all these things. And then I created a system for myself of like, 
what, so when I researched these moms, I found six specific topics that really stood out to me. And I found that the moms that struggled less had certain skill sets and mindsets than the moms that struggled more. And it was like evident, right? And so um, it was, it was like kind of mind blowing to me. I was like, Oh, like, that's so crazy. And like, for example, like, um, you know, designing motherhood, they had a plan, they were intentional, you know, creating order, they had routines, they had some type of system that they ran. And the cool part is, is you can literally run any routine or system you want. You can create whatever life you want. You just got to actually create it and make a little plan. You got to, you know, make the little boxes that you got to, you know, put things in and do it right. Like it doesn't have to be a one size fits all for, you know, moms. Um, and like, you know, money management, they had some way of budgeting. Okay. Like it, it was all different ways again, but like they had some form of percentages that they ran or like what their, their weekly budget was for groceries or like what they were spending this on and what, you know, their Christmas budget and they had this and that. So there was like intention in their money um, area. And, you know, the, the people that didn't have any type of intention or budgeting, like really struggled. Like they were constantly fighting about, um, you know, money with their spouse and, you know, money is like one of the biggest things that spouses fight about, you know? And so that was one thing that I was very passionate about of learning and curbing my own desires. Like for me, like I went through and I created, uh, you know, a, a meal budget and I was on $25 a week, like, you know, really cutting it down small and how could I make the best of that? And, um, you know, I curbed my spending habits and got rid of my, you know, I'm really bored. What should I do? I should go to the store and like find something to buy, you know, because I knew that that would cause problems in the future, in my future relationship. Right. Um, you know, so things like that, like that was an example of like how I did with the finances, like relationships and communication, like mm -hmm. being able to communicate openly with your spouse or be able to express your needs or, uh, you know, just be, be real about like who you are and like what, what you want in life. Mm -hmm. Uh, emotional mental coping was a huge one where, you know, moms went to therapy yeah. or, they took their time in the day to take care of their mental health, like, you know, sat and they journaled or they did something intentional of like, I meditate for 10 minutes every morning. Like they, they really focused on that, which I feel is like one of the hugest things for us moms that's not addressed is the emotional mental coping that is like absolutely crucial. Again, like you were saying, you know, if, what if all moms felt good and enjoyed their life? Like how would that change the world? Right. Yeah. Um, and then the last one was like nutrition and self-care mm -hmm. They were intentional with what they put in their bodies, how they took care of themselves. And, uh, you know, so anyway, those are the things that I learned from yeah. them and, and it was awesome. So the interesting thing is here though, is I can grab those six things and pull them out of that motherhood context and directly, like you said at the start, directly apply them straight into my life like 110%. And I love that you're niched in on mothers, of course, because there has to be a niche. You can't just be out there doing that in a sense. Like there's got to be some kind of direction for what you're doing. But I love, like, I look at those and I go, 
wow, that is all the things I address with every single female that I work with in a sense. I mean, not the budgeting one, but the things like routine, like for me, obviously around gut issues, but like routine around when you're eating, balancing your blood sugars, what foods you're eating for SIBO or gut imbalances, and then the emotional stuff and how that drives SIBO and then relationships and self-care and like all that stuff, communication and sex. And like, oh, like it's all just, like I said, like these are... I look at them and I just go, you hit the jackpot. Like these are, you're right, 110% the direct things. And you could apply them to anything. You could apply them to dads. You could apply them to men in the business. You could apply them to teenagers transitioning into adulthood. Like you're right, your researchers really picked out those core things that as a human, in a sense, we need to create a stable, fulfilling life that not only benefits ourselves but benefits others in our society. Like that's... Yeah, they're, they're incredible. So within the women you're working with, are you teaching them how to implement these or what does that look like? Yeah, so thanks for asking. I'm glad you asked that. Um, so something that we're doing in our, our company right now, our organization, is we have a monthly theme that we focus on. Um, and we have a monthly workbook that they get at the very beginning of the month where they um, and again, this is this is where they go in and they have to be invested. They have to put skin in the game to actually see change in their life. So they go in, they do their workbook that focuses on how can I take, you know, um, routine, you know, our next our next theme is routines and rhythms. And so how, what do I need to do in this area of my life with routines and how I'm making things run smoothly and diving in into what the heck do I need to focus on and what do I have questions on and what do I need to change? And then we have two workshops a month that are live, which are like masterminds where we have experts come in and we discuss specific topics around the theme of our organization. So they're coming in talking about, you know, different ways to organize your life or organize your time or organize your meal plan, whatever it may be. And they come in and we were able to, and what, what I believe is that the moms that have done that workbook, they come in and a lot of their questions get answered in these mm -hmm. inspired workshops because they, they, you know, this is like a, a combination of um, things that we've put together to help support. And so they come in and they, a lot of their questions are answered. They're able to get, you know, and it, I don't believe it, it might even not even be something that somebody said but like something that sparks an idea and is like, that's it. That's what I need to do. That's what I need to change. Right. So those live masterminds, those workshops are so powerful because we get to see moms actually, you know, experiencing the same things that we are asking questions. Like our chat is going crazy of people like, Oh my gosh, me too. I can, you know, like, how do I do this? And, um, and so that's really awesome because we have those two live workshops on the second and the fourth week of the month. And then uh, something amazing that we've just started is on the third week, we have a motherhood worldwide episode. And that is where we bring in, um, um, it's pre-recorded because again, we are trying not to make um, our monthly things be something that moms always have to show up to at a specific time. But so the third, the third week of the month, is um, an episode of a mother. So this one for routines and rhythms is actually a woman from Australia who has three kids that lives in an RV. 
uh, and, you know, travels the world with her family. And so we are, we are going to learn about her lifestyle, how she runs her household, what her routines and rhythms are mm -hmm. in her home, which is an RV, which is a motor home, which is so cool uh, to be able to see, wow, she lives in this tiny space. How does she do her meal planning? How does she do her grocery shopping? Where does she do her laundry? How does she do this? And by, by being able to see how someone else lives in a different part of the world, we believe is in, so inspiring to our moms because they get to see a completely different way of living that can bring and spark ideas like never before. And so that's our, our favorite, our favorite new thing that we've added to our um, community and, and membership at this time. Yeah, it's, it's incredible because you're creating the power connection. So you're pulling in people into, you know, with relatability. It's like me looking at you as a business owner and seeing what you're doing and being like, wow, that's so incredible. And then being able to connect with you and then being able to share is just creates this element. And I know we're so lucky with the way we have all these online businesses and we're able to do that now. Yes, it's different than face-to-face -face contacting, but when you're exposed to more experiences and new ideas, you know, like you see what other people are doing, you see what other mums are doing and you're like, wow, I can just take one thing out of the 20 things that she's doing and I could implement that into my life. And, you know, if she can do her laundry on this day in this tiny space, surely I can figure out a routine for my home you know, with it's just that comparison, that connectability and that sort of relatability and then knowing you're not alone because so many of the women I work with, with let's take gut issues, are like, I thought it was just me. My GP told me I was crazy. It's all in my head. I'm overreacting. And I felt so alone in it because my friends aren't going through this because within our sort of touch point of people, we don't always see people like us. So what you've created and are creating is phenomenal because you you're connecting these women who are going you are like me you are like me you are like me how can we connect and help each other and I just yeah I love that well and I think too it's it's really cool to see the different ways people do things because I mean believe it or not we have social media and we can see different people from other places of the world right but like social media is only like a piece of mm -hmm. someone's life like no matter where they live right but to be able to like dive into how, how a family is run in a different country is mind blowing. I mean, it's, it, it really is, you know, we go from Mexico to Germany, to France, to Africa. Uh, there are definitely different ways. Japan is one of my favorites. Like my, one of the people I'm interviewing in Japan she literally gets on a bike each day when her daughter gets home from school. The daughter sits on the front of the bike. It's like some crazy bike. I need to look it up, the picture of it. But um, but anyway, she sits on the front of the bike. They go to the park and then they go to the grocery store to get their food for the next day. And then they come home. Like, it's just very different than like me. I go to the grocery store one time and I drive a big old van that brings all four of my kids with me. And it's, you know, it's just a completely, whoa, that is so cool. Like in the Philippines, they have, you know, these little tiny Jeep things that have no windows that cost them like, you know, a couple cents in American money to ride someplace. And, you know, it just, it's just amazing to see the similarities and the differences that can actually bring us together. And that's really what my passion is and what my goal is, is to 
not only like help moms be able to run their home well, but also to connect with the rest of the world so that they can see I'm not alone. I, you know, these people have these same, they struggle with the same thing. They have, they have the mom guilt or they have, you know, stress about money or, you know, my, my tin roof fell down or, oh no, something flooded in my basement. Like, I mean, there's, there's things that are, are different, but so similar that we feel and experience. And I don't know, that's just, that's what we want to do for mothers. Um, and, you know, women in general, especially that are wanting to be mothers in the future, like, you know, let's, let's learn together. Let's actually focus on the things that are working and experiment with them in our own lives. And man, we're going to have an amazing, fulfilling life. Yeah. We're filled with so much joy by doing so. Yeah. I, I love that. And I'm sure there's so new women listening going, that's like, that's what I want. Motherhood right now is overwhelming, or I just, I feel like I'm not coping or I feel so alone or I feel isolated or whatever it is. So if there are women listening who are going, I just, want to learn more. I want to take the first steps. Where can we go? Where can we find out? And yeah, where's two from here? Yeah. Well, you know, if, if you are listening and this sounds like something you'd resonate in, uh, please come and just check us out, try us out for a month and see what it's like to actually run through a full theme with us and, you know, really dive in and, you know, do that workbook, show up to the the workshops, or at least watch the replay and, you know, listen to that, you know, watch the motherhood worldwide episode, and just see what that can transform in your life just in that one topic. Now, the reason why we focus on one topic at a time is because us as mothers have so many different things that we're doing at one time that it's not logical to have a different workshop each, each time or to focus on different topics throughout things. Um, you know, we're experimenting with a month right now, maybe it'll be two months another time to focus on one topic. But right now a month seems to work really well with helping moms to be able to actually really dive into that topic and like make some decisions and make some changes gradually with time before we move on to another topic. And it's all just holistic. And so we, you know, you can't change everything right in that very moment, but you can yeah you know, piece by piece, be putting things together and get that momentum and get that, that feeling good about things. Um, but they can go to www.momtraining.org. Uh, and that you can find our upcoming workshops that we're having and also the membership and, you know, what it offers and, uh, the monthly or yearly option and, um, you know, give us a year of your life. And I swear you will come out on the other side, a completely different person, um, and I would just love to connect with anyone that that feels passionate about being a better mother or um, preparing to be a mother like that. That is why we do what we do. So it's yeah, really I, I love that. And then the big question is, when are you coming to Australia so that <laughs> we can do a face? Oh, no, I would job. love to. I would love to come to Australia. No, for sure. Yeah, it's it's funny because I've never been to Australia. And um I've been all through Europe and through lots of islands and, you know, different things like that. But I would love to check out Australia. Where are you at in Australia? So I'm in Western Australia. So South of Perth in Margaret River. So most people, when they come over, they do like Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane, um, maybe Tasmania, but they do like sort of those 
big ones. Most people know Melbourne and Sydney or the Sydney Harbour Bridge kind of thing. Not as many people. I was chatting to one of my clients in Texas yesterday and was saying not a lot of people come over because she wants to come over to the other side of Australia, to Western Australia because of the distance. It's like, you know, six hour plane flight and then the cost of it and all those things as well. But it's, yeah, it's so beautiful and it's such a big country and amazing spot but yeah it's one of those places you need time you know like it's me going to Canada or US or states or anywhere it's like you need time you can't just go for a short period because you just want to do all the things yeah for sure no I would love to come to Australia that'd be so awesome Uh, Well, thank you for jumping on today. I'll link everything that you said in the show notes. uh, So you guys listening can follow and have a look at those links. Or even just if you want to get your head around the mum training concept, you can definitely head over to a podcast as well and start listening to some episodes and just sort of understand and get a feel a little bit more for what's going on there, which is, yeah, a good place to start. But otherwise, everything else we linked in. And thank you so much. Like, I just feel... I don't know, like like I said, like I'm not a mum. So at first I was be like, oh, I don't know, like, like whatever. But now listening to this, I'm like, I want to implement all this now. Whether I become a mum or not, it, it doesn't matter. That's not even the point. The point is mental health, feeling secure, having routine, like having that consistency in your life across the board. So thank you for, yeah, sharing your knowledge and bringing our awareness to that. You're bad. It's really fun to do it with you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Empowered Hormone Podcast. If you know a female who needs some empowerment, please forward, repost, tag or share and let's get women talking.